Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hammer and Rails podcast. With you as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. And I'm Casey Bartley. And we're here on the uh, the day of Purdue's game in the Big Ten tournament against, surprisingly, to everyone but maybe Casey. Uh, this against guy! The Penn, against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Um, so we wanted to get this out before the game tonight at 9. Um, Casey, how do you feel? You picked the winner. Uh, you picked Penn State. I feel great for myself. Uh, sad for EJ Liddell, who honestly deserves better than everyone on his team. <laughs> they, yeah, they did really uh, just let that one slip away, which seems to be the theme of this tournament. You know, for for someone on that team, he's not in any way big dog, but he plays like big dog. He's good at every level, decent athlete, good size, like he's like like hobo version of Glenn Robinson. Right, yeah. But he does all those things really well. Like I'm always impressed by his shot making at his size. Um, good rim protector. I love to watch him play, but everyone else on that team, they are shorthanded. They missed two big guys and, you know, Penn state really dominated that section in the paint, but it was just a, a little shocking to see no one else step up. But I think we really saw Shrewsbury's offense at work in the way that he's able to orchestrate space, get his guys to understand attack advantages. And yeah, it was, it was a really well fought win by Penn state. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, obviously you got that one right. I did not, um, but we both picked Northwestern over Nebraska, so we got that one. Yeah, we both both picked Penn State over Minnesota. Got that one. Yep. Um, we were both wrong on 
Both wrong, I know, on the IU-Michigan game, uh, despite Michigan's best efforts for about 32 minutes. Or, 40, I'm sorry. 42-point lead or something? Yeah, 17-point uh, lead in the second half, and then just suddenly decided to stop playing offense uh, and just let IU chip away, chip away, chip away, and then you look down, and suddenly IU took their first lead um, with, I think, about five minutes to go. Uh, first lead since the first half with about five minutes to go in the game, and Michigan just looked absolutely defeated. I mean, they they looked like they were hanging their heads. They just were not prepared for that comeback and had nothing mentally to turn it around once it once it all fell under them. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that Big Dickie will never be a NBA player because he got uh, <laughs> entirely punked by a G League player to be in the second half. Trace Jackson just did whatever he wanted. He only has one move, and that one move worked over and over again. Yeah. That, that it's, game was uh, annoying. Yes, it really was because, I mean – as we've said, we were we assumed that if IU won that game, they're going to have a very, very good chance of getting in the NCAA tournament. Um, <sighs> I mean, I think, you know, you never know with conference tournaments if there's going to be some surprises and the teams that are on the bubble get bounced. So uh, if a team that's going to, you know, steal an auto bid uh, gets in there, they could maybe be out because if you look around, they're always listed as, you know, the last four in. So yeah, I'd love to see them get bounced. They definitely would have been out if they'd lost. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that it would have been very nice. That That's what I was rooting for. Uh, I don't want to see this IU team anywhere. They're not fun to watch. Uh, right now they're they're battling IU in a rock fight. It's well, just, they're battling Illinois. Illinois, IU. They're battling themselves, really. Yes. Them, aren't we all? And and uh, your boy, TJD, just had a, a nice little uh, layup on the other end, which was, his, as you said, his one move. I don't so. understand. Like, he can only go left. <laughs> and just, like, just don't if he's on that side of the court guard the baseline if he's on the other side of the paint you guard the center that it's very easy yeah yeah so we're very frustrated that michigan couldn't hang on for us but it is what it is these tournaments are crazy so uh we of course both we did both get the iowa game right um but i just want yeah, how's, how's it how's it feel being, wanna... uh, have you gotten a jacket yet like no. a shirt socks here a bush light i just, just want to fo- i have plenty of bush light I don't have any Liar. bush light because beer is gross. Liar. Um, I just want to point out, you mocked me not only on the podcast, but through our own uh, group chat. Go ahead. Just count the future, too. There will be future listen, mocking. Listen. Listen. When do they play today? Uh, they play in the game immediately following uh, the IU-Illinois game, so okay, it should perfect. be probably around 2 o'clock. So you'll get mocked at 2 o'clock as well, 3 o'clock, yeah, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, uh, rock. Iowa set the uh, Big Ten tournament record for most points scored in a Big Ten tournament game. Against who? Uh, against Northwestern. Uh, yeah. But guess what? They're not the first team to ever play Northwestern in the Big Ten tournament. And <laughs> I don't think anyone else has ever scored 112. Uh, so, I mean, the previous record was 97. Okay. That's just outrageous. 112. You don't get I to mean, take the points with you. I understand that. They scored more in the first half of that game than Purdue did in an entire game this season. Yeah, Northwestern. But I'm glad they look good. I have seen Iowa look really good on nights before. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. I'm just saying. So, I mean, it's I, I just – I would like you to acknowledge that my pick is not outrageous. No. I picked them to win that game too. I meant picking them <laughs> to win the whole thing. Yeah, it's outrageous. Okay, fine. Well, we'll see later because they play Rutgers. Uh, last game was Maryland-Michigan State. This was another one where uh, Michigan State 
led big, uh, and then they allowed Maryland to claw back. But Michigan State, unlike Michigan, uh, was able to pull out the victory. So not much to say in that one other than we really hate to see Izzo continue to move on, but it is what it is. Yeah, like the Big Ten is just not very likable. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of coaches that just really rub me the wrong way. Like Painter's doing a lot of heavy lifting on the, yeah, the likability. He really is. He really is. And uh, what, what's I don't even, I can't even remember the guy from Rutgers' name. Pickle. He seems fine. Pickle. Pickle. Yeah, it, it's like Pickian or Picky. I don't even know. He just like, got a contract extension, so I like to call him Pickle. There you go. It's, pickle. Rutgers it's, Pickle. It's, I believe it's Steve Pickle. Sure. P i k i e l l. Okay. Pickle. All right. Picky. I think it's like Picky L actually. I think it's Pickle. Now that, now that you say that. Pickle. Um, so there we go. That's the Big Ten tournament uh, as we as we sit today. Uh, tonight, of course, Purdue going to play Penn State, which will be Penn State's third game in three days. Uh, they finished last night's game a little after uh, 11 o'clock. So it was late. They are going to be running on less than 24 hours of rest uh, when they get to tip off. So that should help Purdue. Uh, just a reminder these two played just once during the regular season. The final score, 74 to 67. Casey, do you have any idea what was special about this game from a Purdue perspective? The game we played in Penn State? Yes. Um, was it something, 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 painters, something, something? No, 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 something, something, no. Okay. Um, this was this was the last game of Purdue season in which Trevion Williams led the team in scoring. Oh, that, that's a good factoid. It's a yeah, sad he, factoid. Yeah, he scored 21 points. He had 21 and 9, and it is the last time he has led the team in scoring uh, this season. That That is interesting. He was very good. Uh, 21 points, I believe, on 12 shot attempts. Yep. And I believe I wrote in the preview he hadn't scored more than 13 in like two months now or something. Something Sounds similar right. to that. Uh, yeah, it's... It makes sense because Penn State pretty much has one big guy, Harar, who is not a vertical threat. No, it, no. So it, he's the kind of guy you think Trey could take advantage of. It's the kind of the guy Edie could take advantage of. It's just been a long time coming for Trey. So if we can get some more of that, that would be very nice. Give our starters a little break. Our bench really has suffered the last month and a half, I'd say. Yeah. So we really need him to start carrying some of that weight. Yeah, I mean, the, the bench really hasn't shown up hardly at all um, as we've gotten deeper into uh, the schedule. And as we said in the podcast, I think about two, three episodes ago, it's so shocking because that was such a strength for this Purdue team, especially when you looked at the game against Villanova, when we basically outlasted Villanova because we were able to put in fresh bodies and not really suffer uh, what we were doing on either end of the court, whereas, you know, Villanova, I think they only played six or seven guys, and you could see they really got tired as the game wore on, and that just wasn't the case for Purdue. Yeah, I mean, it, especially inside, because Trey was playing well, Edie was playing well. At the time, you know, Edie was more of the surprise, like, oh, wow, we didn't expect to hit get this good of a uh, Edie. And at the same time, when Trey came in, there was no break. Uh, Newman was playing then. IT was making shots then. So, yeah, it's been... It's been a struggle. All of a sudden, we're putting a lot of pressure on guys uh, to do a lot more, and everyone wants to complain. Ivy's having 
Ivy's trying to do too much. Generally, you don't try to do too much. You have to do too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically somebody on the team has to do something. And with Trevion not playing well, with Thompson and Newman, uh, you know, regressing to where we really don't want them to be, Newman so much so that he's not even getting minutes, uh, someone has to take over the offense. And, you know, uh, Ivy is as good a person to do that as anybody on this team. Yeah, because it, the strangest thing is Trey used to be this – talk about him like it's like five years removed but it's like you used to just be able to facilitate your offense in 10 seconds to get him the ball and then that's the possession just let him either create an open look find a cutter or score um it's a really rare thing in college to be able to give someone the ball and let them just go to work like that consistently it was one of our biggest advantages because i mean especially down the stretch you talk about that villanova game it was trey just putting their big man to work and that it's a lot easier if your offense is efficient if the only thing you have to do is to make one pass inside yeah yeah i mean he for for a while there during the season it was if the offense was in trouble or you know if we were scrambling we knew we could find trey he would be there he would be ready and we could get him the ball um you know it wasn't a guaranteed bucket i mean nothing ever is but you knew that he would at least find you a decent shot or he would draw enough attention that someone would be open and he would be the guy that you trust to make that pass. And he just hasn't been that player as of late. No. And I think the one thing is a lot of teams in the big 10 have a guy that can at least body tray a little bit. They've seen him for four years. They kind of know what they're doing. Penn state doesn't really have that. Harar is good, but it's a tall enough task for one big man to take on Edie to be able to do that. And Trey for a whole game. That's just, it's too much, and that should be, you know, the the entire thing to produce offense, and it just hasn't been. So, I don't know. Is this a reset? Um, do we see a different Purdue tonight? I think that's the question, because it's no longer, oh, we've got more games coming. Right, right. There's, there's no more, oh, they can turn it around, or they'll figure it out by the time March comes around. You know, this is March. Every game from here on out is win or go home. Now, what you can, you know, go home in the Big Ten tournament and you've still got the NCAA tournament to play. Correct. So it's it's a little less, you know, uh, pressure than in uh, the actual NCAA tournament. But at the same time, it's still true. If they lose this game, they go home. Yeah, and I think they know their March, success, or March success. It's probably going to depend a lot on how they do, at least in these first two games. They need to get to feel good and locked into a preferred three seed, possibly a two seed. You probably need to get to that championship game. You need to get to Wisconsin so you can avenge that loss a little bit. And all of this, you know, cultivates this culminates into this is their senior season. This is their last go around. I I know everyone wants to say the Big Ten title, you know, means a lot to these players. I'm sure it does. But they have a Big Ten trophy. And you can only there's a reason why the biggest games mean the most. And you can't just get a, there has to be a desperation for this team that kicks in now for the tournament, for the Big Ten tournament, more importantly, NCAA, where this is it. Um, no loose ball goes on the ground without a body going towards it. Defensive possessions, you lock in. You, you can't take a playoff anymore. Everything we've been wanting that you can excuse away because this team's very talented and has won games all season. Now it's got to show. Yeah, yeah, we took it a little easy then. But now we're here. And now we're the team that we think we can be. Yeah, and... It That seems to me to be such a difficult thing to do because if you're – and we don't – we want to be clear. We're not like accusing this team of being lazy or taking games off. But to be able to flip a switch to suddenly 
everything is that much more important, I feel like is very tough to do, especially at such a high level. It is. I mean, and it's all mostly narrative you draw afterwards anyway, because, you know, we think about the Carson season. It, it didn't help that he sucked for 15 games in a <laughs> right, row. Yeah, yeah, that was it, not good that, for us. Didn't, that didn't create his March turn. But sometimes in under the brightest lights, you know, you just sharpen up and focus and you have the game of your life. And honestly, we, we want to talk about all these other things that matter and sure, but sometimes it's as simple as that. Can you have your best days in the biggest games? And sometimes it's effort related. Sometimes it's just a ball goes in at the right time. Sometimes it's matchup based. That's that's why it's really hard to win these things, Lebanon. It's really hard. And not all of it's skill. A lot of it's skill. Some of it's luck. And we can say whatever we want right now. The end outcome of a season will define how we feel about this entire season. Yeah. Going back. Yeah, it's it's really unfair um, because this season had a lot of good pieces. We don't know how it's going to end. We don't know how we're going to feel at the end. But it is unfortunate that whatever happens in one game here in a week or two weeks, whenever it may be, is truly going to color everything that this team has accomplished. Yeah, so it's it's going to be good today to see an offense that, A, we are familiar with. Obviously, most of these guys ran this system, run some version of it still. Um, Penn State is a team that has some guards that are capable of bullying guards. That's how they beat Ohio State. They just consistently ran high pick and rolls and got the matchup they wanted, and then their guards just got by their guy or held him on their hips, made a whole bunch of tough mid-range shots. We'll see how they look day three, day three legs in a row against a fresh team, which is why I think today we've got to see a Purdue team dominate because they're the fresher team. They know the squad. They have more talent. And Penn State is capable of challenging them in a way that we've seen them struggle before. So does Purdue have an answer the same way they actually had an answer against Wisconsin the second time they faced them? Do they find a way to limit the ability of guards to penetrate and create space in an offense. Can they tag shooters still while still providing a little bit of help to our guards who sometimes struggle to contain the dribble? And it'll be good to see that heading into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So that's what we've got to look forward to today. Uh, Casey, do you want to make a prediction on just who you think is going to win? I mean, I know we did that when we looked at the tournament as a whole, but now that we know for sure that it's Penn state and that they're on their third game in three days, uh, you still picking Purdue or are you changing your mind? Oh, no, we're still at Purdue. It, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a slog in the first half because that's how Penn State has to play to win. I think Purdue's legs, inside dominance, I think it's going to break open. It's going to be something like 80 to 69. Okay. All right. Well, I'm also picking Purdue here. Um, I'll go probably a little lower scoring. I'll say 70 – I'll say 74 to uh, 68. So I'll go really close Real to the close. game. So. Uh, I just feel like the Purdue offense has just been such a struggle lately that I, I really want to see them do a little bit more before I feel confident going very high up in the in the uh, offensive output categories. That's fair. Just got to remember, it's a tournament, so there will be maybe 10 to 15 free throws added along at the end. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. So there you have it, folks. Uh, hopefully you get to listen to this before the game, and then hopefully Casey and I will be able to record another one uh, as we venture into the uh, semifinals of the Big Ten Tournament. Boiler up.